Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to day 29 and the last episode of the Ramadan series on emotions. So we've been through all the emotions from this book, a handbook of spiritual medicine. And so I thought we would do just a simple summary and just a, like a ending, a concluding episode for it. So in Alhamdulillah, Nahmiduhu wa Nasta'inuhu wa Nastaghfiruhu wa Na'udhu Billahi min Shururu Anfusina wa Min Sayyati A'malina Man Yahdillahu Falamudullahu wa Man Yudlil Falahadiyalahu Wa Shadu Anna La Ilaha Illallahu Wahdahu La Sharika Lah Wa Shadu Anna Muhammadan Abduhu wa Rasoola Alhamdulillah, indeed all praise is due to Allah. We praise Him and seek His help and forgiveness. We seek refuge in Allah from our soul's evils and our wrongdoings. He whom Allah guides, no one can misguide. And he whom He misguides, no one can guide. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah and that Muhammad is His Prophet and Messenger. <coughs> so, Bismillah. Like I said, we're reflecting on the emotions that we learn about in the book and about why it's important to know these emotions and how we can continue to work on purifying ourselves and our souls even after Ramadan leaves us. So can you actually believe that we reflected on 26 emotions that were mentioned in this book? We started off with anger and antipathy from death and then we moved to loads of other emotions and then we had envy and fear of poverty and heedlessness and love of the world and ostentation and then we ended on wantonness and greed and so with these emotions we learned about the signs and symptoms of each of these emotions then we learned about the treatments for them and if there are any times where there can be an exception to some of these emotions and so we learn about these emotions because just as we try and keep our physical body healthy our and wanting it to be free from any like diseases or illnesses like we don't like to be sick right so we have to do the same thing with our heart and our soul and we have to do that by trying to keep it free from any negative emotions or any spiritual diseases or illnesses and if you remember last year's series it was on Tesquita Nafs purification of the soul and so with that series and this series it's sort of like a combination of looking at maybe any of these emotions that you might be struggling with, watching that video, learning about the signs and symptoms, the treatment, but also like listening to that, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Ramadan series on Tesket al-Nafs, on purification of the soul, and learning about what are the, pro- what the process is of being able to purify your soul. So it's a sort of a combination of the both. And then Ramadan series one, which was the names of Allah, can be as a sort of guiding point of, Oh, this name of Allah is relevant, so I can call upon his name for that, inshallah. And basically, as a reminder, a man had asked the Prophet ﷺ, what is purification of the soul? And the Prophet ﷺ said, that that one knows Allah Almighty is with him wherever he is. And so, anytime we do something, we need to, we should be aware that Allah is with us wherever we are. We might not see Allah, we might sometimes forget that Allah is there when we're, for example, doing like a bad deed or when we're trying to decide between like the good and the bad choice and we're leaning towards the bad choice, but it's important to remember that Allah is always with us and so by being able to remember that, it helps us strive for the good. 
And so, as believers, we're told that we should abstain from any harmful things or harmful characteristics, so greed, anger, lying, and we're also told to practice good deeds, so keeping kinship alive, being compassionate, forgiving, enjoining good, forbidding evil, and why? In order to seek Allah's pleasure. And it's important to note that self-purification is a cycle, right? It's not going to happen overnight that, oh, you're like, oh, I struggle with anger. And then overnight you're like, yay, I don't struggle with anger anymore. Nope. It's a cycle. And so first you need to accept the truth that you do have some of these negative emotions, that you open your heart and your mind and you find what you struggle with. And that could be greed, hatred, or any of the emotions that we discussed in previous episodes. And so that's the first step. You acknowledge that you have some of these diseases, these emotions, and that's the first step. Just acknowledging it and accepting it, not denying it, so accepting it. And the next step is to renew your intentions, to make a commitment, to make dua to Allah to help you, heal you, but also, just as you would see a a doctor for physical health, seek out professional help as well, either from therapy or a mentor or through courses or self-help books, whatever thing that you find might help you. And that is step three. So step two was to make a commitment, to renew your intentions, to ask Allah to help you, to guide you. But step three as well, it's in combination, is also to seek out help. Because just as there was a companion who had asked the Prophet about if he should tie his camel and trust in Allah, or if he should... Un- just leave it untied and trust Allah. And the Prophet ﷺ told him, So tie it and trust in Allah. So it's a combination, right? We need to do what we can, but we also have to put our trust in Allah. And step four is to make time. So set out a small part of your day starting off, because it can be hard at the beginning. So maybe taking five minutes out of your day for the first few months and making time to work on these struggles assessing each day and seeing how you are becoming how the condition of your heart and soul is becoming and so by doing that by setting out time by understanding your emotions you're able to self-reflect which is step five so you're able to be like oh someone had angered me but I was able to remain calm I sat down and I was standing up but I decided to sit down and that helped me so it's able to self-reflect on what you did well what you could have done better, what didn't go so well. Step six is to apply spiritual medicine. So this is referring to some of the treatments we mentioned for each motion. We talked about verses in the Quran, names of Allah, um, ahadith. These are things that you can do spiritually to help your spiritual health. And lastly, step seven is to continue striving, to continue trying. And inshallah, you will see a result, a change in your condition, in these emotions that you're experiencing, a change in your life, society, and even relationships, especially your relationship with Allah, because when you work on purifying yourself, you're also building that relationship with Allah, which is the most important thing in this life. And of course, it's just as a reminder, it's not going to be easy, right? There's going to be days where you feel more successful than other days. There's going to be highs, but there's also going to be lows. And it's going to be a struggle, right? That's life. Life is all about struggles. And God says in Surah Al-Ankabut, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ As for those who struggle in our cause, we will surely guide them along our way. And certainly... Allah is with the good doers. And that was Surah Al-Ankabut, one more time, verse 69. 
And so it's just highlighting that we're going to struggle, but for those who struggle, who decide to struggle for Allah, for Allah's pleasure, that Allah will be there with us along the way, guiding us. And Allah is with the good doers. So there's a reward in just even trying, taking that step and trying. And then with Ashura, we have verses 88 to 89. The day when neither wealth nor children will be of any benefit. Only those who come before Allah will have a pure, with a pure heart will be saved. So the only thing that's going to benefit us on the day of judgment, it's not going to be greed if we suffer from greed. It's not going to be anger. It's not going to be children. It's not going to be fear of poverty. It's not going to be any of these things. It's going to be our pure heart. So our good character, our etiquettes, what good we brought into this world, how we made it a better world than when we entered it, basically. So having that pure heart is important. And this is also supported by um, I believe, from verses 9 to 10. So it's just, sorry, the translation is, successful indeed is the one who purifies their soul. And doomed is the one who corrupts it. So that was Surah Ash-Shams verses 9 to 10 and basically it's telling us that by trying to purify our souls by working on that by wanting to be better we're going to be successful but if we just go through this life like zombies not bothered by how we are spiritually not caring about these spiritual illnesses that we might suffer from we're going to continue corrupting our soul and that's when it's worrisome and the prophet also said fear allah wherever you are so follow a good deed with a bad sorry follow a bad deed with a good deed and it will erase it and behave with good character towards people so again this is highlighting that anywhere we are we need to remember that Allah is with us and if we do commit a bad deed if we do slip up if we do make mistakes because we're human that we should follow it up with a good deed and it will erase it that just highlights how merciful Allah is and how forgiving he is right because if we do a, good, a bad deed, we feel guilty, and then we're able to do a good deed, it erases that bad deed, and we're rewarded for the good deed as well. And we have to behave with good character towards people. And then for the names of Allah, um, the main ones I can think of, especially just as a concluding episode, is Asamiyah al-Basir, the all-hearing, the all-seeing. So just as a reminder that we can call upon these two names that Allah, you are all-seeing, you are all-hearing, so you hear our worries, you hear our struggles, you see our struggles, you see our how we're trying, how we're struggling. So please guide us and continue to help us to be better people and have that good character. But also we have the two names, Al-Ghafoor, Al-Rahim, the most forgiving, the most compassionate. And it's also a reminder that we're going to struggle, but and we might slip up and we might make mistakes, but Allah is the most forgiving, the most compassionate. So we can just remember that names and ask Allah to have compassion and mercy on us and forgive us for our slip-ups. And now for dua. اللهم إني أعوذ بك من العجز والكسل والبخل والهرم وعذاب القبر اللهم آتي نفسي تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم إني أعوذ بك من علم, من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعوة لا يستجاب لها والله I seek refuge in you from the inability to do good 
indolence, cowardice, miseryliness, decrepitude, and torment of the grave. O Allah, grant me the sense of piety and purify my soul as you are the best you purify it. You are its guardian and its protecting friend. O Allah, I seek refuge in you from the knowledge which is not beneficial and from the a heart which does not fear you and from desire which is not satisfied and from prayer which is not answered. Amin. So, as of always, anything I said is a reminder to myself first and foremost. Anything incorrect is from myself. And all good is from Allah, so forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika, ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Glory is to you, O Allah, and praises to you. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship but you. I seek your forgiveness and repent to you. Day 29 of Ramadan, it might be the last day. 50-50 chance. Um, if it is, then may Allah accept your fast for the whole month of Ramadan. May you leave Ramadan better than you entered it and may you continue to strive to do good, to be good, to have a good character, to have good manners and <clears throat> just continue to do any small good consistent deeds that help you in your relationship with Allah. And if tomorrow is Ramadan then may Allah accept your fast for today and give you the strength to fast tomorrow as well and accept it from us and happy Eid for all of you and inshallah Ramadan for next year yeah bittersweet moment but alhamdulillah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh